Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to our first milestone episode of Epic Cash Twitter Spaces. It's episode 10. Thank you to all of you for joining on today. I noticed that we've got we've got Christ or Chris, apologies for my pronunciation of your name. I really do need to, to practice that. Apologies in advance. But I know we've got a Filipino from Mindanao, from Davao City on it's, I believe, their, his local time of 2am, so a special thank you to you for joining on, much appreciated. Now, I'm Jam, and today we'll be looking at delayed gratification and how the Epic Cash community can benefit from this practice. So if you could please give this space a retweet, and if you could share this on any other social media that you make use of, that would be awesome. And let's get straight into the news and updates for this week. So to begin with, whilst I was doing some research over the last few days, I noticed that there was a report this week that the IMF are looking to build their own platform for internal CBDC transactions. Now, the overall purpose, I understand, of this proposed settlement platform is to help coordinate transactions between individuals, between businesses and between countries and to basically be able to provide settlement services on a global scale to ensure that payments are are made on time, basically. And they're actually also looking at coding smart contracts into this platform. And the prime example they give is developing automatic hedges of foreign exchange risks of transactions being made. So I know that was a lot to probably take in unless you've already researched it. So I think this is a case of, you know, let's watch this space and see how this develops. Now, the second update I wanted to actually give was around Coinbase. Now, some of you may have seen this. I think a lot of you may be aware of the approximately 25,000 Russian accounts that were suspended and or banned um, at some point this year or last year. But they've actually been in the news again this week with users from the Eastern European country of Georgia. And basically they were able to exploit or some of the residents were able to exploit a price bug that allowed them to cash out their holdings for, (laughs) believe it or not, 100 times the exchange rate. So basically the error allowed users holding $100 worth of their local currency on their Coinbase account to withdraw it to their own bank account for $10,000. Now, some users were able to take advantage. Um, However, those who were able to take advantage have actually reported that their bank accounts and their debit cards have been frozen by their banks after having these withdrawals successfully processed by Coinbase. Now, obviously, Coinbase retrospectively looked back and and noticed there were a few errors with the exchange rate, uh, a huge error. And they requested to the banks, I understand, to basically freeze their accounts until they get their money back. Now, I've no idea on the regulations around this controversy or, or whether Coinbase even has the authority to be able to do this and send in this request. But, yeah, this this is essentially what had happened. So, again, Coinbase in the news for around bank accounts and, and bans and suspensions, basically. Now, the last piece of news I wanted to touch upon was actually Washington, D.C. And I understand that they're going to be or attempting to sue MicroStrategy and Michael Saylor for tax fraud. Uh, I'm sure many of you know who Michael Saylor is, one of the biggest Bitcoin advocates that we know today on Twitter with several million followers. But I understand that he had allegedly skipped out on paying $25 million in income taxes, despite apparently living in the district for more than a decade. Now, I do believe this is going to court, so we'll have to see what comes of this. But Michael Saylor has, of course, denied that he is liable for these tax charges. Um, So those are my news updates for this week. I know that didn't actually mention anything specific about Epic Cash because I, from from my research and looking in the Telegram groups and the YouTube channels, there wasn't actually many huge updates for this week apart from the fact that there has been a financial modelling meeting yesterday afternoon after Uncle V's live stream. But guys, please jump in if I have actually missed anything. Um, And if not, then if there's only any other market related news that you'd like to touch upon then again feel free to touch upon that as well
Um, I just wanted to say that with the that was an interesting piece of information that that about the Coinbase um, accounts that were frozen, uh, the twenty five thousand accounts. Um, the first thing I thought when when you said they were able to withdraw for a hundred times more money than they had in, I was like, I was thinking like, payback, baby. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess they froze the accounts. Everything could get frozen. I mean, besides Epic Cash. But um, but yeah, I know that was just interesting. Thanks for that. And I appreciated the, I think those were three really big highlights. And there are three, I think that are really relevant to the topic that you're doing today. Because if we're looking at delayed gratification and you're looking at the IMF, well, as we ride out kind of this this way, that, that IMF starts back from El Salvador taking, well, I'm sure it starts back way before that, but El Salvador having, you know, BTC as a fiat currency, and then the IMF looking at it going, well, you know, what the hell, we have loans with El Salvador. And what does that now do to El Salvador's risk profile? What does it do to the payment structure in their charter? They, by the definition of their chart, by, by definition in their charter, have to take payment in the fiat currency of countries that they have loans with. And now one of those fiat currencies is BTC. So what happens in that gap time? What happens from the time uh, El Salvador sends a payment to the time they get it in their bank account? So there's a huge amount of risk that goes in there and we can just watch this from the outside and watch yet another layer of uh, governance kind of come into being, but come into being in a way that says, well, if people are gonna do this, this could destabilize a lot of things. So what are they doing now to kind of shore that up? I'm trying to backtrack. No, sure. And again, like you said, it's, it's about watching this play out, isn't it? it it's an interesting yeah. one. But again, it's surrounding CBDCs. I know that I saw a a Coin Bureau uh, video, I think it was probably a week ago, on the European Central Bank looking to release a CBDC at some point in the very near future as well, and them being keen on the idea. So, yeah, Epic Cash and its development of EUSD and E1 and ECK, et cetera, et cetera, EON, can't come quick enough. I, I agree. And we get to watch that, and we get to kind of make note of all of those use cases, like you mentioned, that are happening. The IMF now addressing more than just countries taking on a new fiat currency in the middle of a loan and changing their risk profile. Um, they're addressing CBDCs and smart contracts and what's going to go around that and what kind of governance and moving out into, you know, a European CBDC. And that'll just spread out. So we get to kind of watch that. That's part of the, I think, the delayed gratification is what we get to look and say, hey, in a way we saw that coming. So in a way, everything we've done, I say we, but in a way, everything Epic has done, it... Um, <laughs> It kind of moves us to the side and, we, and keeps us out of the the, uh, the mainstream. We're not we're not getting pummeled the way so many other cryptos are, and so that's good. Plus, it also gives us that time to you know duck left and faint right, and uh, as as things change because they will. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, if if there's uh, if there's nothing else on news and updates for this week, then let's let's crack on with delayed gratification and today's topic. So. Just to set the scene for today's discussion, let me give a, a brief introduction into you know what delayed gratification is. I'm sure most, if not all of you, are aware, but just in case you're not. So delayed gratification is the ability to delay an impulse for an immediate reward that you could get right here, right now, in order to receive perhaps a more ref favorable reward at a later date. So the one that I could think of as a, one of the examples would be that some community members who probably dialed in today or listening on repeat probably were on the train from 20 cents or lower to the $6.80 mark in Q3 and Q4 of 2021, but may have not sold, well, maybe they sold a few Epic, but not a huge proportion of their overall bag because they were and still are waiting for a $1,000 epic cash before they think about selling a huge proportion. 
So I think this could be just a, a prime example of, of perhaps what we're discussing today. And, you know, ignoring a 100x or, or 20 or 30x for more like, a, you know, 1000x and 10,000x, you know, the multiplications that we all dream of. Now, today's topic is something that Uncle V often does preach on. I'm sure you guys have heard from his stream, like a, a multi-year time period in which we should try our best to delay gratification in our epic cash investment. Unfortunately, he can't make it on today, but he did request to, to quote him by saying the following. So with any assets, there is an unknown period of price discovery. Now, during this price discovery, those exercising the muscle of delayed gratification almost always win big. Those who don't, won't. So I just wanted to kick the conversation off, actually, by asking everyone, how do you interpret this and, and how do you interpret delayed gratification yourself? I know I gave it a little bit of a, a rough definition, but how do you see it? I'll just say it's difficult. Um, and excuse my voice, I, uh, a little, uh, well, anyways, can everyone hear me just fine? We can. You just sound like okay. a very deepened version of Izzy. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that's pretty much what's going on, and um, <clears throat> I am uh, trying on a deeper voice today. <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> but life is good. Life is good. So yeah, uh, what what a topic, and and you know it's, we're basically talking about kind of market psychology, and um, when something is new and hot on the market, and everyone agrees it's a fantastic, amazing thing, uh, the tendency is to rush in. You know, push it, push it the chips all in and say, yep, this is, this is good. Um, and while I agree with Epic, that's, that's hard to resist. You know, when, even when the price is at all time highs and five and $6. Um, but you know, the, the more conservative investor will say, Ooh, it, we are at all time highs. And, you know, maybe I have a hundred of my chips right here. I know I really like this thing, but I'm going to delay self gratification of, just getting whatever I can right this impulse to get whatever I can right now with as much as I have, I'm going to pull back and I'm going to say, maybe I'll just go in 20 or 30%, you know, and see what happens. And, you know, I, this is a fantastic um, project with amazing fundamentals, developing technology. Uh, <clears throat> and lo and behold, you know, all the markets take, um, maybe there's a, some black swan event and, uh, or maybe it's just, you know, the same four-year cycle that happened four years ago, which it pretty much is. Um, we're still under this influence of big, bad, uh, pretty much Bitcoin and Ethereum. But um, yeah, you know, and, and what do we see a couple, uh, less than a year later, <clears throat> prices are down. And, you know, if I had pushed in 20 or 30% of my chips, well, now I can push in, you know, 10 or 20% more of my chips. Okay, and, and just see what happens, you know, and, you know, kind of, be ready if it goes down a little bit more to, to push in more of my chips. So I think of, of that market mentality. And I also think of it as a miner because when I was mining, I had opportunities to sell it. <clears throat> well, first of all, I mined it when it wasn't worth anything. Um, I, I just looked at it. No, I mean, you know, you look at something and you're like, <laughs> compare it to every other coin that's mineable. And you're like, okay, nothing compares. Um, I, I, I just don't want to get into all the details I've, and repeat myself over and over again, but the, you know, the, the ability to mine with CPUs and GPUs and ASICs, the, the, the method of, of distribution, um, <clears throat> the, uh, sorry. Um, yeah. So the, the method of distribution that it's, it's very egalitarian, it's very, uh, fair. And, um, so, so, so just that, you know, that spec speculative mining, is is a good example of delayed gratification because speculative miners are mining things when um, there's it may not have that much value right now, but the expectation is that there are good fundamentals and good technology behind a project that you're speculatively mining into, and um, you know uh, that 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 was my history with with Epic Cash, and uh, before I knew it. <clears throat> Uh, it, it had its first peak up to 50 cents, which is uh, back in like, I think 2020 or something like that, you know, from nothing. 
and uh, and that was significant. And so I, you know, I took a little off the table there and paid for my mining expenses. Um, and then I, you know, but I, I didn't take it all off the table. Truth be told, I, yeah, I was a little disappointed in myself because I, I feel I do feel like I, I sold a little too much back back in the day when it was fifty cents. Um, <laughs> well, you've got another I, opportunity now because we just so happen uh, to be at fifty cents again. Hell no, I'm not selling. Not looking, <laughs> so I, no, I'm, I, I, this is this is for me. This is accumulation phase. Oh no, that's um, what I mean. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Buy, absolutely. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, no, no yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. Um, so. So that's where I'm at on, 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 I'll, I'll take a pause here. <laughs> no, I, I liked that easy. That was great because it showed, it, it was a great example of it because you're mining Epic back in the day for literally, well, about zero value. And you're betting on the fact that because of the fundamentals, it will have value in the future. So it's a perfect example. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Islo, I totally like everything you said. Um, and, um, for those who, you know, are not the, did not invest optimally, which is dollar cost averaging, like Isla said, (laughs) for example, me, (laughs) uh, I put in definitely most of the capital that I had to put into Epic to invest. Uh, I put it in, um, I put it in mainly around like 90 cents. I was like, yo, you know, feeling so excited and. Just uh, way too hype about the project, which is, you know, it's a good thing. Project has got loads of amazing stuff, but definitely when it comes to investing, dollar cost averaging is the way to go. And this is, you know, me learning that lesson. Um, So for other people who did the same, because, you know, there probably are, um, now is a good time to exercise patience. Um, You know, um, we know... We know what happened um, to Bitcoin. Um, You know, it was down. It was not, you know, expensive for a long time. It was tiny. It was a few cents for a while. And then it blew up. Um, So with Epic Cash, which is basically the upgraded Bitcoin, uh, it's Bitcoin minus scalability issues and minus fungibility issues and a few more things. Um, We know what will happen long term. You know, just ask Yoga Dude. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you. So uh, we know what will happen long term. And um, for the short term, yeah, you know, we all do want to see the price explode like crazy. Unfortunately, that is just not how crypto works. It will go up when it is ready, when it is time. So um, in the meantime, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, You know, you can dollar cost average in with more if you're earning money through a job or whatever. Um, this is definitely a great opportunity if you do see this as, um, you know, the upgraded Bitcoin or just a good crypto to invest in. Um, you can also, you know, um, I think there are things to do. Uh, personally, I'm thinking that this is the last time Epic is going to be this low. Um, I, it may take a year for it to blow up from here, two years um, to go on its next giant bull run. But when it does, it's not coming back down. So... What that means for everybody who's holding it today is that, you know, long term, this will definitely pay off. Um, and, you know, most likely you'll have loads of money. I mean, I think you can you can assume a little bit that you're in a solid investment and that um, you will make lots of money in the future. If you just hold and um, not panic sell with the rest of the market, that is a common thing. You know, Bitcoin has done its crashes many times. You know, it crashes like. 50% in a month and like all these people panic sell at the bottom and then it goes up literally a month later and you know those guys totally missed out so um, definitely you know no need to panic sell this is normal market behavior um, yeah and um, I mean in the meantime personally some things that I'm working on I've been working on um, relationships like friendships that I have, friends that I haven't spoken to for a while. Um, I've also been working on my health, uh, things like that. I mean, I've been doing that for a while anyways, but these are things that, that, you know, you could focus on your regular life right now and take care of things that need to be in order, things that you don't need to be rich for, you know, Um, because when you're rich, not necessarily, (laughs) you know, for sure not. not. When you're rich is not the best time to start 
working on your relationships or, you know, you won't automatically become de-stressed. You know, life will probably speed up um, when you have loads of money. So you really want to slow down now and take time to get your life in order um, now before, you know, the craziness happens. So uh, I would just say for people to prepare uh, during this time so that, you know, when the gains do come in, that you are just uh, you're ready for them, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on uh, some thoughts. Yeah. On delayed gratification for sure. Yeah, that's good advice, man. And like, the, yeah, this is the time. And I, I just want to back up for one moment and just point out to everyone who whoever might be listening later or now that we're not financial advisors and we're not telling you to do any particular thing now, like hold off or or buy or, or wait or anything. Um, everyone arrives at their own financial decisions, or they should arrive at their own financial decisions based on their personal needs and their family needs and what's going on with all that. So I think we all agree on that. Just, you know, it's like it kind of goes without saying usually, but we, we have to say it. Um, yeah. And, you know, just be acting on, on good faith uh, on behalf of our community and, and everything and people that we want to see be happy and healthy in crypto, you know, that, you know, that we don't usher people into a state of FOMO unnecessarily, you know, and. That, that stuff's going to happen anyways, but, um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, yeah, I agree, like, this timing, like, I, and I, I hear some, uh, influencers, uh, uh, in various places say it too, like, um, you know, this is the time to start kind of, things are, things are apparently on sale, things are down 80-90%, can they go down another 80-90%? Absolutely, um, you know, so, so, like, don't go fire sale and liquidate your, your, Mortgage Gold. or, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just keep, you know, keep a balance outside, you know, there's people that are all into Epic, uh, you, you know, but that's, that's not for everybody. And, you know, I'm sure they, they probably have some other things too. Uh, but anyways, uh, just, uh, yeah, no, I agree with what Levi, uh, Levy, Levy's saying. And that is, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> um, we, yeah, this is a, this is a, it's a good time to um, make you know keep up with your relationships with people, um, and uh, like do like do good work, uh, whether that be your your regular nine to five and taking care of yourself, or also seeing where you can help out in the community, uh, whether it be clicking on a tweet um, or like you know making some comments on, on Uncle V's YouTube channel or anyone anyone else, yeah, Batuan's uh, YouTube channel and. Uh, Cos Mr. Cosmos. Uh, uh, so there's, yeah, so there's, uh, there's writing. If you like to write things or if you feel like you're good at editing other people's writing, uh, if you're a good critical thinker, um, if you're a programmer, uh, we have programming tasks underway. Uh, we have GUI wallets in development. We have mobile wallets in development. Um, you know, they're, they're, and we have a pretty open community and, and people are uh, jumping in, putting an oar in the water. And, um, you know, uh, getting behind their teammates and getting ahead of their teammates and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and taking leadership roles and, and uh, you know, outlining the architecture for our, our future epicenter ecosystem um, with things like ECR, uh, which we really want to get that air grab out to people. Um, everyone is aware we've had snapshots of our blockchain and... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, of our Epic Cash blockchain, uh, which will result in Epic Cash holders. Oh, geez. Sorry, that's me. Uh, yep, uh, I'm going to blank out here. <laughs> no problem, Izzy. Well, guys, I think um, I did mention in a message yesterday that perhaps we could consider some personal stories or perhaps some stories that we have or know of in terms of delayed gratification. Um, but what what I I have a I had a little bit of a thought about this this week and what I could touch upon, and the only story I could I could really share that I think is is worth sharing would actually be my personal accounting studies outside of my standard full time job working hours for two to three years, and th this was the example I could think of in terms of delayed gratification outside of Epic Cash. So for approximately two and a half years, I would get up at 5 to 5.30 every morning, jump in a shower with the, the nozzle turned all the way to the coldest temperature possible, and then basically get the train to central London to study in a cafe um, and just then begin working at, at 8.30 after that. Uh, you know, people may be wondering why on earth I would have chosen to do a cold shower in the morning. 
And it wouldn't just be a case of helping me to, to wake up or for the associated health benefits of cold showers. It was more so to do with helping to teach my mind to commit to something that is difficult to do every day, i.e. To, to study, then work, then study. Um, but to just continue to do it and just to, to fight through that kind of mental barrier. And I, I wanted to use this as a, an additional source of dedication. So I would work from 8.30 to 4.30. And after work, I would continue my studies for two to three hours in, in a library or a coffee shop or the office. And then head home and, and get home at, at eight o'clock. And I would do this Monday to Friday and then study you know, four to five hours per day on Saturday to Sunday as well. Now, the reason why I've just told you a, a bit of background in terms of those accounting studies I did was that I had to give up approximately 4,000 hours, give or take. Not that I was counting, that's just a complete approximate and a complete guess. But I had to give up those hours that I would have loved to share with, you know, my wife or to see friends, go out and have fun or just, you know, to binge watch Netflix series that I love to watch, just basically to enjoy my free time and have fun. But instead of doing that, I was thinking about, you know, being able to, you know, attain a better job in the future, a more well-paid job or, or a promotion at some point and giving up that instant gratification of having fun whilst I could in that moment to instead think about being able to be, you know, more financially stable in the future. You know, if my wife and I are really lucky enough to have kids, hopefully I would be able to earn a good amount of money so that I would be able to provide and hopefully money wouldn't be a problem. So that was kind of my example that I could think of in terms of delay my gratification of, of having, you know, a little bit of fun with movies and going out, etc., and trying to attain good qualifications to to get a good job and to to yeah to get a well-paid job at some point in the near future but would anybody like to share any other examples of, of delayed gratification that they have um i mean don't have like a specific example like that but another delayed you know gratification thing is like you know if epic exploded today so many people would not would not have the chance to um, get in this project. You know, I, I, basically, the fact that it's not exploding today and, and it doesn't look like it's going to be tomorrow or this week is, is actually quite relieving to me because um, there is more time to just let things happen, more time for Epic to prepare uh, the project and get itself better for the next project. There's more time, more time for me to get my family members um, set up with some Epic, more time for me to get my friends set up with Epic, um, to, you know, spread flyers around uh, the city that I live in, things like that, and maybe somebody else will see it, um, and, and they will have the opportunity to get in, um, you know, quite early, um, which, is, which is very nice. And, and also, Jam, I know you're planning on going to the Philippines, and there are some other people from the Philippines here. Um, you know, if it explode, if Epic was just gone today, exploded today, um, it just wouldn't have the same impact that that you could have um, going out there to the Philippines and sharing a uh, a very good crypto project with people while it's still so young. Um, I know Batu Han's been doing that for a long time in Turkey. Um, this, you know, getting people like setting people up with you know a nice. Uh, with, with some epic cash, essentially, is what I think it can be life changing in the future, and we have time to do that now. Um, we have time to do that now, and and other things. So um, that is another reason why. Uh, yeah, another thing of delayed gratification. It's just it's not a, it's not necessarily a bad thing um, that that it's down right now. It's just. Um, it will be good for some for some new people, you know. Somebody else is good. Like if Epic Cash blew up, I only found this project like four or five months ago. I know Uncle V's been covering the channel for a long time, and I would see some of his videos, and he was saying, you know, it's going to ten bucks, and if it and and you know maybe <laughs> and maybe it would have, and you know, and that would have been awesome and legendary. But then I would have, I mean, I, I wouldn't have missed the boat. Ten dollars is good, but I wouldn't have gotten in at these prices. And there's probably going to be somebody 
like me, thinking just like me, and a, and a bunch of other new people who showed up, and they're going to show up in a few weeks or a few months, and they will have a chance also to buy in low, and they'll be very thankful. Um, so that is also a um, a good thing about this market. So, yeah, that's just uh, another thing I have to add. Yeah, yeah I just want to comment on the trading chat that was happening yesterday. Um, there's a lot. There's, I try to keep up with all the. I mean, we have like dozens of communities in the Telegram platform, and sometimes I'll open up one of the, or I'll be reviewing uh, chat groups to to follow up on and, and see what's happening. And I'll see like 300 posts. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on over here? And so I go and I look, and you know, there's this guy MTGG. Um, I think he's been around for a couple of weeks, and or he or she. And uh, usually, it's like uh, I haven't seen anything like overly negative and it just seems like pretty pretty decent chat you know and, and but today they were like what they were just like harping on the price and like what is going on this is this is never going to work and you know just throwing out all these uh fear and uh, unreasonable doubt uh data points or, or not that even data points just more like like uh, hyperbole and uh, or just like uh yeah like conjecture uh like stuff that wasn't wasn't really adding up and making sense and i'm like uh, first, the, the, first of all, the volume is really low. Like it's it's not someone just like dumping massive amounts of coins, you know. But then they were they started talking about well, well, look at this this twenty thousand bid that's about to get ate up, and I'm like, cool, someone's about to buy twenty thousand epic. Like, <laughs> like I, what's what's the problem here? You know, someone's shell, sh someone's shelling out. There's that term again, shelling out ten thousand um, dollars. And I I love this term by the way, shelling out. If if People are listening or haven't um, read uh, Nick Sosbo's article, sh uh, Shelling Out. It's about the history of money and the history of mankind and how they arrive at what can be used as money. And it just, like, it's, it's a huge fundamental part of cryptocurrencies. Like, people who know about cryptocurrencies um, kind of have to understand this idea of, like, why. It, because those who know how uh, will always have a job working for those who know why. That's according to David Lee Roth. It's, but I, it's, I, and I kind of agree with that. Like, it's important to know how to do some stuff too. Like, things gotta get done. But when you know why what we're what we're doing, then yeah. You, anyways, back to this trade chat. Um, <laughs> you know, just 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 the sky is falling, Chicken Little. Oh my gosh, you know, uh, what? Why are we here? What are we doing? And it's like, dude, like, great. Someone just bought twenty thousand epic. I don't see what the problem is. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's kind of it's it's kind of refreshing in a way. Like otherwise, we wouldn't. I wouldn't even be talking about it right now because, frankly, trade chat's been kind of boring. But um, so I guess thanks to the to the to the occasional you know chicken little out there that comes in and just declares that the sky is falling because the majority of people in our chat groups are like, okay, and <laughs> like we're good. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, let's let's plug on. Keep going, but yeah. yeah. No, I was and, actually and... going to bring that chat up. Actually, it was an interesting one because <laughs> it's not even like we we feel like we have to defend it. It's just a case of, dude, just just chill. You know, it's gone down. Buy some more. Like we know where we're going in a few years' time. Don't worry about you know here and and now in the next two three months. Think about two three years. Go on, Kim. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, that's okay. Um, that that's just fine. It's it's part of that delayed gratification that uh, you're talking about, and that that Levy was talking about in his example, getting on with life, that kind of thing. As an epic community, um, we benefit from looking at this the right the right way, or what I consider the right way, which is this is a long term play. It really is, and if. I didn't see that that chat. Um, I kind of balk at those 300s as well and go, oh my God, I'll come back later. But if somebody doesn't understand that, they're in the wrong place. And they're either going to figure that out or or not. But the people that do understand that, you're not here to make a killing tomorrow. This isn't the stock market. This is this is a long-term project that has some real benefits to humanity in, in general and to each of us. So that delayed gratification... Um, we manifest that a lot of ways, sometimes by not selling, by waiting. Uh, that's a personal choice. Sometimes you have to sell, but if we wait, by not going after a lot of huge whales too early because they can tip scales, they can, you know, wield a lot of power. And 
by staying out of the mainstream. So we sit back and watch things that happen with the IMF or we watch things that happen uh, as governments start to realize they're, they're spinning out of control on some things that they've always really had in, in a pattern that they understood. We get to sit back and watch that. And as we sit back and watch that, we're willing to delay the gratification that would come from these quick rises and quick falls and quick rises. And as all of, as we know, if you want to benefit from a market that does stuff like that, that goes up and down really fast, number one, you got to have a lot of money and you got to be able to, you got to be able to lose it. And two, you have to know what you're doing and you have to be willing to lose and you have to be willing to play a game that is about money. It's not about long-term stability. So I, I liked what everybody was saying, what we're doing by accepting, I think, delayed gratification of this money going up is we're just accepting reality and allowing Epic to evolve as it should evolve through the ups and downs of society. And by responding to society's needs, we go to the Philippines, we, we are in Turkey, we're in all of these wonderful countries. And that brings this, this kind of richness and diversity and value. Once you have that grassroots, then you have stability and then you let it build up slowly. This isn't your retirement for tomorrow. This is a longer term buildup that's gonna give us all stability. So that, that's kind of my thought. We're building up the infrastructure underneath without jumping on board a lot of things that, that could really tip us over uh, really, really young. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before you come in, Enrique, because I know you requested to speak, I would just like to bring in Marek's Gaming that I'm sure you guys have seen that's in the spaces. He's actually in the Philippines at the moment, as I mentioned earlier. So I think uh, if you could if you could tell us how to pronounce your name, apologies. Um, I would love to hear from you because I know it's in the middle of the night there in the Philippines at the moment. Yeah. Good uh, good morning, everyone. Yeah, I'm Christ Marlon Uduhan. I'm Marix Gaming. No, I'm currently live here in the Philippines, uh, specifically in Mindanao. So I'm happy that I am here in the community, uh, listening in this kind of uh, podcast. Thank you, Sir Jam, for having me. So, what my opinion about this? Uh, it's really, really, really nice uh, to share my knowledge about uh, what my opinion about this gratification. So, I um, agree with Sir Levi Epic. What he said, uh, what just he said. Uh, for me, it is really nice. Uh, uh, not just uh, not just uh, see the price action of the the of the of the, of the coin. For me, uh, the most uh, important thing is the technology behind the AP Cash. Uh, I am really sure in the future that this uh, this coin, this uh, this specific technology, will be embraced. Once uh, it will be shared in in specific in our in our country, because I do believe that uh, it is way better more on Bitcoin. So, so I really really hope that uh, Filipino community will see this kind of technology, as I truly believe that this will be the next uh, Bitcoin. As I, as I, as I really understand the project, so that's why I am happy that that I am early. That maybe in the future this will be spread and will be embraced for the adoption in our in our community. So that's all. Absolutely, Christ, and thanks for joining on, and hopefully, I will be able to get myself to Philippines and specifically to that. To Davao, Davao, sorry, and um, we can make a difference together. Um, but Enrique, if you'd like to come in, apologies for the delay. Sure, no problem. Um, what I wanted to comment on was about uh, dollar cost averaging, and you know how you should look at uh, delayed gratification uh, with regards to cryptocurrencies and specifically Epic. Um, I think it all depends on the risk tolerance that each person has, their short-term plans, mid-term plans, etc. Because um, 
like if when I look at the stats from certain coins over the last two three years, uh, in Bitcoin's case, Ethereum and a lot of the coins that have, uh, you know, that really started to pump earlier and and maintained a high price for us for a longer period of time. If you had dollar cost averaged into them, you know, like buying weekly or daily or whatever, you'd be down. Um, even though the price right now is higher than, say, in March of 2020. You know, Bitcoin was at like, I don't know, $4,000, $5,000. And say you dollar cost average uh, every day into Bitcoin. And at today's price, it's $20,000. So you'd say, oh, I'm up. But if had you dollar cost average, you would actually be down because the price stayed above 20000 for a very long time. So I think it's... Um, in Epic's case, you'd be up, but I think people like need to, well, not people, but like in my, in my case, I try to not time the markets, but when I think that, uh, that it's at a very uh, discounted price, I try to, you know, do a large purchase. And, um, so I don't know, but it depends on the person, you know, I, I trade it and that's like kind of my mentality, you know, I'm more, uh. I don't know, like kind of not like numb. You you could say it to to, to major losses and you know ha having maybe coins that I bought that I have you know haven't performed well. Others have in the past, and so I think it depends on what each person's strategy is. Uh, if you if you have you know like many sources of income, yeah, absolutely. Your dollar cost averaging uh, might be something that's that works for you. But for for others, if if it might be uh, finding good opportunities to enter the market, and I think the data shows that yeah, while DCA sometimes beats uh, trying to time the market, uh, in some cases it doesn't. So I think it all depends on precisely on the price action. But uh, looking at Epic in the in the long term. Yeah, like right now, I I would definitely want to buy and, 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 you know, kind of see what I can do to get my hands on some uh, decent amount of fiat to to buy. And that's the way I look at it. it it's not necessarily DCA is better than, uh, you know, trying to go in with a hard buy when you when you feel that the price is, you know, has bottomed or is about to bottom, but like like Israel said, uh, it could go down, you know, ninety percent again. I mean, that's entirely possible, and then it could go down another ninety percent. But uh, I think you know, as long as you don't use money that you're gonna need, or or you know, if you don't put in jeopardy your 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 well-being, I think you're you're gonna be okay with you know, with whatever risk you take, but it, it is risky, you know, it's a, it's a very volatile uh, market. And so you have to be prepared for these kinds of losses. And uh, if, if you were to buy today and it goes down 90%, but that's, I mean, that's how you make money as well in this market. So it's about managing risk. Uh, this market is not for everybody. You know, if you want to, look at it in a like a less than five year period of, of what your returns would be but in the long term yeah epic is for everyone and and uh, that's what we're building you know right now it's riskier in the eyes of any investor but this is where i think like the the big money is going to be made in in, in these moments so yeah, man. Say about DCA and you know buying Epic. Yeah, and I just want to chime in and and give kudos to L McMurphy and just say thanks, man, for all the work you're doing uh, financially uh, as an as a financial expert. I mean, not financially as whatever you're contributing personally financially. I mean, your knowledge and expertise in the in the finance field and crunching numbers and painting a picture. Um, I won't get into like specific details uh, unless you want to talk more about you know the work that you're doing. Um, but just 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 to just to um, 
put that out there for the community. So, so I wanted to kind of kill two birds with one stone by saying thanks to L. McMurphy. And I'll turn it back over to you, L. McMurphy, if you want to talk more about that. Um, but also just to whoever's listening now and whoever may be listening in the future, the, the, bright, the kind of bright minds and expertise we have on this team, this is the, the reason I keep hanging around because you know, I see the <laughs> things that L. McMurphy does and he puts it out there for us. And then we all kind of get to look into the numbers he's showing us and start asking questions and, and just start being educated for, through, through um, his hard work. Uh, thank you. I'll stop. No, no, it's my pleasure. It's actually, you know, uh, an honor to be working for alongside uh, people like, like, like you and everybody in this group and in the community. And uh, this is definitely for me, you know, like this is it uh, in terms of uh, where I see myself putting most of my time and energy for now and for many years to come. So thank all of you guys and girls. So just, uh, just on this conversation of delayed gratification, I know a few of us in here Luckily today, we've got a few people that have been in Epic Cash for over 18 months, for over two years. Now, I would like for those people, if that's possible, for you to comment on how the community's actually changed in the last two years and, and how that relates to delayed gratification. Because I think our community, I've only been in the community for six months or so properly, um, and previously from a distance, but I wasn't fully integrated. But I, w I would love for people who have got that, that experience of how the community has evolved and how it looks like today in comparison to what it did like two or so years ago. And on that note, I also want to thank Christ uh, for being on and, you know, chatting about his, you know, what's brought, he, he, he talked about the technology and, you know, what, what was attractive in Epic Cash to, to him and, and, you know, everyone, everyone who's chiming in in this chat right now is like looking at the price of Epic, like 50 cents is like, okay, and yeah, this is a good deal. Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, no, just, just on, on that, on that mark and the community uh, changing, like that's like, Jam, you're relatively new comparatively, you know, I mean, you've been around for a couple months now, as far as I know. Um, <clears throat> and uh, that's, that's it for me. It's, it's, it's like, if, if the community's, stops developing in, 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 in the way that it has been, then I would, I would start kind of scratching my head a little bit. But here we are in, in the onset of, of a bear market um, of a crypto winter, and like development has never been hotter. Like we've never been more motivated and uh, to, to, to welcome new community members and, and to be excited for, for, what, for their contributions now and, and, and in the future. So like, um, like I am just, constantly excited to, to, to see what's next and, to, you know, to unlock that next door to, um, uh, of, of releasing a white paper or <clears throat> seeing the next update to, to the, to the mobile wallet and, and that adds more functionality and yeah. And, and so, you know, when, <laughs> when you talk about why of delayed gratification that, that the, here we are, uh, the community is continuing to develop, uh, in the interest of seeing the epicenter ecosystem develop. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's it. Like if you did, if you did not wait and you just said, well, you know, this is too weird for me. I'm out. Then sorry about you, but you know, we'll see you at the, um, <clears throat> at the singularity in 2028. Um, <laughs> but I, I am, I'm more than happy to wait that long, but to, to see various things happen. But you know, like if we get to the singularity and we don't have, Mobile mining. Uh, you know, mobile mining is a big hurdle, big milestone to, to overcome. Like many coins have tried and many coins have failed. Um, I mean, there's some that are doing it, but they're they're just not interesting coins. They they don't have the full the full package. Um, there's there, there's some mobile mining that you could be done, but it's just a, a coin that that just doesn't have the right kind of um, coin distribution. They had a huge pre mine. You know, one thing or another, there's there's a there's a flaw. Um, Epic Cash is doing, you know, hasn't arrived at a mobile mining solution yet because we're taking our time, we're doing things right, and, and these things take time. And, and we're getting we're getting people in the community that are like, yeah, I think that's cool too, and they're and they're doing the work to start making that happen. This guy named Sky that's new in our community, um, he he made up uh, he compiled the binary on on Linux to uh, 
you know, which we, uh, uh, <clears throat> not on Linux, but on, on ARM uh, V8 or maybe ARM V9 now. Anyways, basically the, the smartphone processor. So when you compile software code <clears throat> on Windows, it's different than compiling software code on Linux, and when you, which is different from compiling software code on a smartphone. And so it's, it's just this, this other little, it's, it, <laughs> I mean, if you can co compile it on Linux and compile it on Windows, there's no reason you can't compile it on a smartphone. It's just another thing to do, but you know, there's, there's little nuances and differences in um, what, will, what will make it work. And so, so we, you know, we got people that are compiling some of the first binaries um, to, to, make, to start making mobile mining possible. And so I see that stuff happening in, in labs and I'm just like, okay, like if you just, you know, if you were in the community a year ago and, or no, even since mainnet, you know, we've had people drop off. You know, and so it's like, hey, come back because we're, you know, we, we weren't just joking around. Like we, we have a journey and we are on the path and we're still executing on the miles on the, on the roadmap. So, yep. Uh, Zeno link, I know that you sent a request in. So would you like to come on and share your thoughts on delayed gratification? Oh, hello. Yes. Hi. Hello, everyone. Yeah, uh, delayed gratification to me interprets into something as a great investment. I don't come from a background of investments or technology. I come from a medical background. But, uh, you know, after experiencing the crypto technology in 2016, 17 area, seeing all that growth, uh, you know, I love the research. So I, I, I looked into, I really like, love to dive, deep dive, uh, deep dive research. And I've, I've received tips, you know, oh, bear markets are the times where you can really find, you know, those true gems because that's when they wash out all the other projects that, you know, you, when you see those 99% and below, yeah, that's the best uh, opportunity that I see already. But when you start digging into community, you know, who's the one that, that are building, who's the ones that are active on, you know, marketing, especially community, organic communities, those are the, the gems that... Uh, really stick out in the bear market, and I've seen this project when it was below like a below a hundred thousand market cap at that time. But the fundamentals were there, the community was there. There was no, you know, I've seen more than projects that have been raised this past bull run, like with uh, investment capital. You know, look at those projects compared to now, like organic projects that weren't raised with investment capital. So you can see really the difference uh, when it comes to investing that. Uh, protocol coins that were born, you know, without those investment capitals really do hold strong through bear markets compared to those with investment capitals. So, you know, it's, it's you know, learning through these bear markets and bull markets. I think right now, especially for Epic Cash is a great opportunity because say it does go like to 25 cents to 50 cents to a dollar, you know, that within that, that's still within a market cap range. And to me, that, that price range is all the same. But the time that the bull market does come, you know, like this past bull run, it's the first time we've seen it climb to more than uh, three trillion total market cap. You know, we've seen I've seen so many shit projects where it just money just <laughs> flows into it. So imagine you have an organic project that is something of quality. Money will for sure flow into it. So it's no question like five years from now, ten years from now, where I see Epic Cash, do I see it being more than a hundred million market cap? Oh yeah, for sure. So it's like when you look into those fundamentals already and research like what what is driving this technology why is this community here you can really see like delayed gratification will pay off and you know it's evident in the past i've seen it happen to people it's happened to people in bitcoins happened to people in monero so epic cash i believe would be the next one as well i'm sure you've been around a fair while if you were involved with epic cash at a hundred thousand dollar market cap um, up all the way up to 90 million market cap, which again isn't actually that huge in the grand scheme of things, but that that climb itself is is a huge multiple regardless. So I, I'm sure you can um, I'm sure you know all about delayed gratification and Epic Cash by now, despite Epic Cash still relatively being a young po uh, young project. Yeah, indeed, it's a it's a young project. It's a quality project, and it's a it's a project I respect, and I love to see how it grows naturally. And it's something that, you know, it's very rare to see in an investment portfolio, actually, that has this tiny market cap. So it does, you know, for people that are investors, it does stick out.
Yeah, absolutely. Kim, I know you wanted to make a few comments on further on delayed gratification. There's been a lot of speakers today, so I'm trying to juggle a number of balls at the same time, as I'm sure you guys can appreciate. Oh, yes. Yeah, there are. And um, I'm I'm good. I just wanted to kind of sum up because I, I have to run in a minute, but that I think this was a great topic because it addresses um, so much of what is fundamental to a lot of what a lot of what we all think, but we don't always say or communicate to newcomers, but it's fundamental to the way Epic is built, which is simply that this isn't a, this isn't a blue chip stock exchange kind of thing right now. It's a forward thinking blue chip, but right now, if you're thinking you're going to get in and get out and, and start doing some arbitrage fast trading and make millions, that's not what this is. This is a project that is building up to be something absolutely amazing. So if you're looking at it the right way, that it's a work in progress, but a lot of it's already done and we're doing it the right way and spreading out across the world, then I think it's a fantastic way to look at it and to look at that delayed gratification. To me, it's not really delayed. It's just the natural order of things. It's happening in the order that it's supposed to happen in. And anything else is just us wishing it was doing something differently, but we're doing everything right. And so it's, it's moving along the way it should. Yeah, and if you're not dollar-cost averaging at this point, so I know we're bringing it back to dollar-cost averaging again, but a few people have mentioned it could go down a further 90%. So, in other words, if my math is correct, around $0.05. Cents. If it does, I mean, I'm not going to have any fiat left because it's going to all be in epic cash. Um, that would just be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Now, I seriously doubt it's going to ever get that low ever again. I would be gobsmacked, but... You never know. This is crypto. Before I start, and it, oh, go on. So, well, and the opposite could happen. It could just, there could be a huge capital injection, and then we're we're looking at five dollar epic, and we're, and the people who went, you know, all in now. But when I say this, you know, I, it sounds like FOMO, and and I don't really don't want to do that. But okay, um, go on, do it. <laughs> no, no, okay. But we're but we're comparing. Yeah, I, as just as much as I say it can go down another eighty and ninety percent, and and Enrique agrees. Um, he also agrees it could go ten x and a hundred x in in short order. Um, you know, from from the the right people taking notice of of the hard work that's been going into this for three plus years. Um, so like that's and, I, and I'm not even kidding. There there are venture capitalists in the world um, that are pumping billions of dollars into decentralized finance, into uh, inter-blockchain communications to connect all the networks together, billions upon billions of dollars, and into experimental projects, projects that aren't even as coherently designed as Epic Cash, projects that are like, well, maybe this will work, and oh, there goes Nomad for $200 million, there goes Ronin Network for $600 million, you know. And and here we are with billions upon billions of dollars lost in these experimental blockchain projects. Um, like uh, <laughs> we have we have a lot more tried and proven uh, technology and 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 innovation on, in in the epicenter ecosystem. Um, and and believe me, there are people on the epicenter in the epicenter community who are engaged with people who would invest. Um, and and. Even with a even with an organic community who has not taken there's there's no way for our organic community directly to take venture capitalist funds. That's just doesn't you know it doesn't work business uh, uh, in a business protocol uh, sense. So so but there are like like Grin was bequeathed uh, at, uh, several several Bitcoin um, beam was uh, so Grin I think got like two and a half million dollars or something worth of Bitcoin uh, just thrown at them um, beam was venture capitalists uh, fund, fundraised at from the, from the start and they, they raised they had like five million dollars behind them um, and, and and look at where they and that was that was sort of I won't say that that was Grin's premise from the start although it was pretty early on beam, but beam, beam that's how they started pretty much I mean that's not I'm sure they had a small group of team, you know, but but very early on, they were influenced by venture capitalists. Uh, our our ecosystem is such that um, <clears throat> it, it, we've built up the, the, these relationships and and this team over the course of you know 
more than three years, uh, probably probably five years, and in, in some of this, and with some of the people who who uh, the founders know and and have been um, sort of drawing drawing this stuff out and, and architecting it. Um, so so when you have that much organic community heart uh, work going into this um, and defensive design, it is very prepared we are very well prepared uh for for competing in uh, uh, in in this in this space with all these other crypto projects and we have the <laughs> so so that's a long very long way to say um absolutely we could uh you know when when people see like if 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 people see what we have now and and like the prices that we've been at <clears throat> and then all these all these uh things start getting unlocked um because there, there are like there are things that that are that are uh that could get unlocked faster with with money like that's kind of ha how some of these things work um and when you unlock um the floodgates to putting eusd out there in the world uh and you accelerate that that part of our ecosystem that means there's more demand on the epic as a core asset in our in our in our ecosystem and that's how you arrive at a at a mind blowing you're like that's a strategic surprise um that was like oh as an investor you know you're like i i thought i knew something <laughs> but and, and i'm not and, and by no by, by no way shape or form and i am i saying yes we're we're getting we're getting funded no one knows no, there's no there's absolutely no guarantee or no one knows uh, can say that for sure, but it would. I would say the community would not be acting in good faith of each other if we weren't seeking opportunities like that. And <clears throat> and and so so yeah. Um, to to be aware of the competitive crypto space that we're in, you need to look for ways that are going to put your project ahead. And people in this space are doing that. That's it. Yeah, I want to comment on that as well with, with regards to the, yeah, sure, crypto could go down another 90%, but like Islo said, it it can, you know, bottom and do a 2,000 or 1,000x or whatever, you know, in the next six months, a year. So it, it, it all depends on the risk. And that's why personally, right now, I do feel uh, an urgency to... To get a, a decent amount of epic at, at these prices, you know, maybe a little lower, a little higher, but uh, yeah, I see a great opportunity. I may be wrong, but I, I, I don't think I am. I think I said it last week for me, and it sounds a bit crazy, but anything under $10 for me in the long term, if we're considering two, three, five years, I think that's a good buy. But anything under a dollar, even 50 cents is, is incredible from a personal perspective. But to, I was going to Happy say... Happy 10th episode! <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to go on to that, actually. Um, so if, if anybody had anything else to say, then please feel free to, to say it now, and then I'll start, I'll start uh, drawing this to a close. Uh, just one more interesting I noticed. Like, I'm from a macro perspective of the markets, this past bull run, uh, I didn't really see a privacy bull run. Uh, I think that's largely due to, you know, exchanges, you know, remove centralized exchanges, removing them, you know, as mass adoption draws closer. Uh, of course, there's more fear with privacy coins. And, you know, when KYC does come, and I think it, it is already on the way, I think it's only a matter of time before everyone's forced KYC by their governments. And then the time that, you know, sanctions start to coming to wallets by government. And then that's the time that, you know, privacy problems really become evident. And then, you know, I think it's only a matter of time before privacy does get its bull run again. I didn't, I don't think it's a matter of if, but more like when. That's a really good point. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. Great. Uh, as well. Great point. Uh, it's just something that we're unfortunately going to need, or, or fortunately for us, we are going to need, it's just going to be a requirement with the uh, publicly traceable and trackable blockchains with all of the companies that are tracking every single wallet or transaction that they would like to. It's just uh, it's a matter of time like we've touched upon. 
Okay, guys. Well, before we end today's spaces, as Izzy just uh, as Izzy just mentioned, it's today's our first very small milestone episode for this podcast, and I just wanted to mention the small journey that this Twitter Spaces has been on since it started and how it's how it started to evolve. Now, I I literally remember getting the idea around the end of May to start hosting this Twitter Spaces, you know, specifically for Epic Cash. And, you know, writing up the proposal. And I also remember hosting or posting the first poll on, on Twitter so that I could understand, you know, whether there would be any interest. Uh, and of course, you know, there was a positive response, which was great to hear. And after finishing the first episode, I actually thought about, you know, what it would be like to complete the first 10 episodes. So now that we're here, it's it's just a little bit surreal, to be honest, because I've never... I've never ever thought about hosting a weekly podcast or or anything along those lines. So, you know, I wouldn't be able to contribute in, you know, from a tech or development perspective, but you know, this is this is how I can kind of make my contribution in in uh in helping Epic Cash reach the masses. So, hopefully this is uh this is something everybody enjoys. But I would actually just like to thank all of the community for continuing to listen into this weekly spaces that we have and for voting on the topics each week and you know just the overall support but there are however four people i really do need to give a special shout out to as it's the 10th episode and two of them actually happen to be on the call kim has obviously just left so that would be islo kim levy and uncle v and specifically for islo kim and levy you know you guys have turned up and made made huge contributions like pretty much every single week despite having a poor voice today is he you still made uh, great contributions and you re- you really have like you know become a, an integral part of the weekly show um so basically from my side i know i'm enjoying having you guys every week uh, so thank you to all of you and and long may it continue and you know in terms of uncle v i know you haven't been able to join on the last few shows for reasons i won't go into but again your constructive criticism throughout the 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 10 episodes so far has been really beneficial in improving the show so again a a thank you to yourself and just a general comment i do hope you know those that are listening in on a weekly basis are finding and and continuing to find it valuable and informative and entertaining but you know anyway enough of the enough of the soppy stuff from me for one day um just a, a thank you from me basically so if you're new to epic cash Come and join the community at t.me forward slash epicash and make sure to come and join us next week at the same time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you to everyone for tuning in today. It's been a great discussion and I've really enjoyed it. Have an awesome weekend and I'll speak with you all very soon. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye.